You're a monster. Boom. Come let us know, guys. You know your birthday. You're getting a Jimmy G shirt, you know. Am I going to get a Jimmy yeah. G shirt? It's coming yeah. up. Uh, that's true. It is coming up. Don't. It's going to be 53. Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. How we doing? Good. OTA started up. Yeah. Lots of news to get into. Yeah, the news is starting to get back. Yeah. We kind of were... Uh, I mean, but this is the time of year where you really got to sort and like really think about the news, about what they're really saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny you bring that up because I have a question for you. Oh, really? Yeah. And... What if I don't want to hear it? Well, you don't have a choice. Okay. So... I'm going to ask it one way or another, but it is surrounding OTAs. And you really, like you said, have to kind of weed through some of this because there's so every much player in OTA, the coach is like, oh, we want to get this guy the ball yes. 20 plus times a game. He's going to be out there a nonstop. Like, right. We're going to target this player all day long. And the stuff rarely ever comes to fruition. Like, he, like how the news reports sound like it's going to. Well, it's just like whenever you hear the the coach that says, "We're going to let our running back run thirty times a game, but our quarterback's also going to pass fifty times." A- Dude, you're not going to. Yeah, it's not possible. So, it, it's just it's really fun. So you kind of have to weed through some of this. But one report coming out of Baltimore, I found very intriguing, and I'm curious what your thoughts are. But coming out of Baltimore, it's saying Lamar Jackson just looks absolutely incredible with all of his new pass catchers. Mm-hmm. And we know we've got Rashad Bateman down there. They got Tylen Wallace in the draft as well. Mark Andrews already there. Marquise uh, Brown, yep. Devin Duvernay. So he's got Sammy an abundance Watkins. of talent now. But my question to you is even with all of the wide receiver help, and we already know what he can do on the ground, what's your chances or your percentage, I guess, of him being the number one this year, the number one quarterback this year. I mean, it's up there. Um, I should say getting back to that because he was the number one yeah. two years ago. It would be like, it'd probably be like 20, 25%. Because I put a lot of those like Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, right. Patrick Mahomes up there with like pretty equal odds at mm-hmm. the end of the day because they all just have all, I mean, besides Patrick Mahomes, which he does offer some in the rushing game. Those right. other three rush right. are just completely different than pretty much every other quarterback in the league. Patrick Mahomes just has the incredible efficiency in passing offense. Oh, they can ridiculous. keep up with that. I mean, I might throw maybe like a Dak Prescott in there, but there's like a handful of guys that I'd give very similar odds to. Yeah, I mean, when you really look at um, you know the top quarterbacks, the top four from last season was Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, and then Patrick Mahomes. Yep, and I think. Lamar Jackson it finished at ten. Yeah, he didn't finish as well, but the second half of the season he was he helped win people win championships and he was getting yeah. back to it. Yeah, I want to say let's see his weeks thirteen through seventeen, um, he finished sixth, first, fifth, eleventh, and eighth. I mean that that's some pretty good games he had. What rank is that? Uh, and the last, let me figure that out for you real fast. So let's do that. And and he was giving you other high end games last year, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, he was the number two quarterback in just that stretch alone. Yeah, and that was yeah, like I said, winning people championships. Yep. 
Yeah, so, I mean, what's crazy is in that same stretch, Ryan Tannehill was really good, too. He was very yeah. efficient. Ryan Tannehill's always <laughs> just, like, right around there. Like, he's never, he like, like the top, average. but he's just, like, yeah, he's... <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. But, yeah, I mean... What's funnier is how he started in the NFL. Like, and now he's just actually good. That's true. Guess it was just Adam Gase. It's always Adam Gase. We, on this show, do not like Adam Gase. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, again, I'm just curious because it, th- there's been a lot of hype coming out of Baltimore that he's been looking very efficient with these new wideouts. And I'm a big Rashad Bateman fan. Yeah, I think I, I drafted same. him in Dynasty, yeah, so I'm I'm happy to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's keep it coming. But just curious. I mean, hopefully they just pass the ball a little bit more because that's the one downfall of that mm-hmm. offense is just is a lot it's a of small rushing. pie. Yeah, a lot of rushing. And I'm curious, do you think that they're going to pass? Like, do you think he'll have I, more I, I passing think, yards yeah, this year? I th- yeah, I would bet, yeah, his passing yardage goes up. Passing attempts go up, but, they, yeah, at the end of the day is how much, really. Yeah, that I think that's going to be hard to kind of gauge at this point. Because it's probably going to come at the expense of his rushing, not the running back's rushing attempts, but mm-hmm. his rushing attempt. Right. Which, in my opinion, if you want to keep him healthy, that's <laughs> what you should do. Yeah. But we'll have to kind of wait and see. Um, but let us know your guys' thoughts. What do you think of Lamar Jackson? What percentage would you give him to be a number one? And if they wanted to do that, James, where could they find us at? Yeah, uh, Twitter and Facebook, at the TFL Monsters, Apple Podcast, Anchor, and YouTube, the Fancy Monsters, or the Fancy Monsters Podcast. Awesome. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We always do. And, uh, James, I know we do got some um, news to get into as well. So what do we got in Monster News this week? Uh, first piece is some Packers news. Uh, Robert Tanya inside his restricted free agent tender, one mm. year, $3.38 million. Yep. So he'll still be on the roster this year, but we're still not sure about that one guy. Yeah. He's going to be on the roster. Yeah. Latest reports are GM not trading Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we, we're not talking too much because about Aaron Rodgers, and the reason is is because not a lot's changed. And honestly, we're <laughs> so, waiting to do that division last. Cause yeah, because we just are such we're, a bombshell, and that would change so much. And whatever team, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, and we probably, unfortunately, have already talked about so the team. Hopefully, he might go let's to. <laughs> get that. Uh, yeah, hopefully, let's uh, get this trade done if it's going to happen within like the next month, month and a half. <laughs> Really yeah. help us out, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not really him, unfortunately. Yeah, no, it's not up to him. You're right. You know, I, I, I just think it's a colossal um, mishap on the Packers organization. What's really, what's really frustrating, and you know this, I'm actually a Packers fan, and so this really kind of frustrates me um, through the roof, and it's almost made me never want to talk about the Packers again. So. Uh, we'll see. I think if uh, Rogers isn't there, Robert Tanyan is not going to be highly drafted no, anymore. No, um, I wouldn't be very excited to draft yep. him, even though we both, and I know you more than I were highly impressed of how he finished the season. Yeah, he came out of nowhere last in year and played very well. Yeah. He was definitely someone to look out for and did a lot of work on DFS. Yep. Um, I know we talked about him a lot, so, um, Kind of disappointing, but good for him. Yeah, and then we got two pieces of Jets news. First one, uh, Corey Davis suffered a minor shoulder strain during mm-hmm. uh, OTAs. He should be fine, just yeah. need some rest. Then the other piece of news, this is how we were talking about earlier, how you t- kind of sort through some of these OTA reports about how yeah. good players are looking. I think this one's newsworthy, though, because it m- just makes a lot of sense, and it does back up my argument I've been making for a while. So You have. You have. We're going to make it, but Michael Carter has been rotating with the starting running backs in Jets OTAs, mm-hmm. and a lot of the beat writing writer reports are saying it's just a matter of time and yeah. we talked about this when we talked about the Jets I think Tevin Coleman is done I think he's washed Michael P. Ryan Ty Johnson they don't scare me 
All right. I think Michael Carter will take this positional over. Yeah. I mean, it's very interesting because, you know, Michael Carter, um, you know, it was a fourth round draft pick. So to me, yeah, it's fifth not running like, back off the board. Yeah. It's, I mean, being the fifth, it's crazy to say though, because you usually more go yeah. before then. But well, I think just because two went in the first and then Javante Williams was the third pick of the second round, mm-hmm. there was just a big gap after that. Yeah. I mean, a massive, I mean, gap. I wasn't, yeah, I was kind of not thinking there was going to be a first round running back at all. And we yeah, essentially maybe pretty much got three. I mean, yeah. Javante Williams, three picks outside the first round. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not like a, a ton of um, capital in there, but as far as running backs go, it's not terrible though. No, it's a great landing spot for him. He definitely for the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely has the opportunity to take over that running back field because there isn't anybody else. Nope. I mean, I have Tevin Coleman on my dynasty, so I'm kind of hoping like still like, maybe he'll do something. And I mean, even if he gives me a few games, it's a few games, but I have a feeling Michael Carter will take this over. If you just watch his game film, he'll, he'll fit that offense really well. Yep. So we got anything else? No, uh, just keep a lookout for the Julio stuff. Yeah. Keep looking out for Julio. Um, and we do know that there are some, uh, some rookies that signed some contracts this week it's, to us. That's not really a ton of news. Most of them always sign. So, you know, just keep a, keep an eye out. We will bring if anybody's kind of holding out, yeah. of course, but uh, that's more intriguing to us than if they sign or not. So, all right, let's jump into our preview talking the AFC West and could be an interesting division this year. And in, in my opinion, I think a lot of teams are, are going to be very interesting starting out of the gate, but this is definitely going to be one fun one to watch. Um, we will start with the uh, Super Bowl losers. Yep. Unfortunately for them, but the Kansas City Chiefs went fourteen and two first in their division. Um, the only playoff team in this division last year. Yeah, I, I, and I don't. I, I mean, the Chiefs are going to probably be in the Super Bowl again this I year. I still so. think they're the best team yeah, in mean, football. You know, when you when you kind of look at what they just do year in and year out, and even this year they drafted very well. I mean, improve that offensive line. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, like, I mean. <laughs> They the way the Chiefs happened. have moved around the salary cap this offseason is impressive. Incredible. Yeah, there were even reports of them looking at Julio. I'm just like, there's right. no right. Like, when when how? we saw that, we we both looked at each other like, is that even like, is it possible? Like, how would how I would, would say that even no, work? but I I have no idea. Like, I feel like the salary cap over the past few years, in my mind, it's just like less and less of a real thing. It's more <laughs> just like an idea. Like, yeah. Well, everybody's just getting very um, creative. Well, with I remember how like they the whole it. like Antonio Brown, like that dead cap. You can't trade him. That dead cap, like you can't do it. What were the consequences of that again? Yeah, they did like, it. Like so, <laughs> um, but I mean, let's just jump in. I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes again. He he didn't only uh, play fifteen games this past season, um, but he was second in points per game incredible yeah he's just he's really freaking good yeah we really don't need to talk about him besides how early is too early to draft one like because i would put him in the same category as like josh allen Kyler murray lamar as we talked earlier Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean where are you willing to take him one of those quarterbacks let's let's look at his adp right now just out of curiosity where do you think it's at i think it's freaking high probably third third round 301 yeah too early for him. Yeah. I mean, neither one of us will have him on. We'll our never teams. have him. Yeah. We'll never have one. Of um, those guys. But it is very interesting. I mean, he was definitely, he finished third on the season. And, 
Depending on your scoring format. Depending on your scoring format. That's fair. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, fourth. Yeah. Fourth is what I see. I said three. Um, but finished fourth. And I mean, in my opinion, he really didn't have a bad week. You no. know, there were some weeks where he didn't, you know, might have fell out of that top 12. But he never was like a, you know, in that third tier where, you know, like you see like Aaron Rodgers had a game where, you know, he had five points. He Mahomes doesn't do that. No. You know, he might have 12, but he'll never have single digits. Yeah. Yeah. We really don't need to talk about Patrick Mahomes here. No. He's more of just uh, when we talk mock drafting and stuff like that. <laughs> so we'll get to the uh, wide receivers. The things we actually care about. Yeah. On the Chiefs, uh, Tyreek Hill, right now, if you had to draft right now, Dynasty or re- redraft, I really don't think it matters. Is he the first wide receiver you're taking off the board? Not knowing about the Aaron Rodgers news, if he's going somewhere. Um, redraft, I think he would yes. be for me, for sure. Redraft, 100%. Dynasty, I think Dynasty, I, I think I might take him over Devontae Adams, even with Aaron Rodgers. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, some of these younger guys... Like that, I I really like because I mean Tyreek Hill, he's only twenty seven, so he's, he's still young. Been incredible, but you know, I mean, really, like early in his career, it was just inconsistent. Past couple of years, he has been incredibly consistent. So would you would you not want to take like a Justin Jefferson right now in any kind of format? Really? Yep. So over Justin Jefferson? Yep. Over a DK? Yep. Okay. That's. I mean, I'm not a. I'm definitely not. And against I, it, it took but, me a long time to get on the Tyreek Hill bandwagon. I got in last year, and yeah, I just. Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, I there's other wide receivers that I, I really, really like. Yeah, I love a lot of wide receivers, but it's yeah. just how he consistently has been putting up, and he gives you those incredible explosive games, like yeah. absolutely out-of-this-world explosive games. Yeah, that one's just tough for me. Okay. But he did finish number two on the season. Yep. Behind, yeah, one of the like Devonte Adams, like his one of the, like a historical season. Mm-hmm. So the other receivers on this team, not so hot because the second best receiver on this team is the tight end. Yep. So when we get down to these guys, you still got McCall Hartman hanging around. They lost Sammy Watkins. It's not a huge loss. No, you got McCall Hartman, Demarcus Robinson, and we'll throw in Cornell Powell, who they drafted this year, thirty seventh pick of the fifth round. Mm-hmm. He's a big bodied guy. Yeah, he'll be an outside guy. Thing about Tyreek, though, is he's kind of early in his career, he was more of a outside, always would do both, but now he's a little bit more of a slot receiver. Still goes outside. Miko Hardman does a little bit of the same. Demarcus Robinson's mainly just the outside wide receiver. But last year, the difference between Miko Hardman and Demarcus Robinson, insignificant. Like they really, they saw about the same targets. Mm-hmm. Both played 16 games. McCall Hardman finished 62nd. Demarcus Robinson finished 71st. As far as just the wide receivers go, who are you pegging as the two? Because there are times where you can try and take the wild card shot with one of these players yeah. and throw them in a lineup and hope for a big play. And I mean, the McCall Hardman, I've just never been the biggest fan of him. I know a lot of people have really liked McCall Hardman and been waiting and waiting and waiting. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to have to keep waiting probably forever, but as far as yet, just the number two wide receiver on this team goes, who do you prefer? I would, I would still take my shot with McCole Hardman. Um, yeah, I would too. Yeah. I mean, here's why is, yeah, I just don't he's, think it's gonna, like, he's not consistent. Um, you know, he's, 
like you said, he he's what was it, fifty eighth? Sixty second and sixty games. Yeah, so sixty second overall, like just not not great. Doesn't get a lot of red zone targets. He's only 5'10", 187, so he's not even a big guy. No, he's not. He's just guy. a speedster, mm-hmm. but like that's kind of what they look for. And to me, you know, Demarcus Robinson is more of a possession guy, but they, I just don't ever feel like they ever utilized him. Like they just never really throw to him. Um, fifty nine targets is not good, but sixty two no, I mean, targets isn't a good either. Limited player, but I mean, they he's are a limited role player to me. They both are. They both have like a niche. Well, they're going to have to figure it out because, I mean, teams are going to. I don't think they are. You think you don't think so? Like, do you think they no. can go in and just have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and that's it? How is that any different than what they've been doing? I mean, one of these guys has to step up, you would think. You would think it'd be nice, but they don't have to. I guess that's true. Like, that's, that's the magic. I mean, because. Patrick, I mean, the couple plays where they do great, get open, Patrick Mahomes is going to hit them. They don't need to be a consistent part of this offense. Yeah, I guess that's right. I don't know how they do it. It's just so weird. It's just so not conventional. It's awesome, though. <laughs> it's you the know Chiefs. who they're throwing to. You know exactly Chiefs. who you want. They're you like, want you pat- know where I'm going to go with this ball. Just yeah. tell me if you can stop me. No? And okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, on this team, you want Patrick Mahomes, you want Tyreek Kill, you want Travis Kelsey, and you want Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Who we'll get to now, the running backs. Mm-hmm. What are you dancing for? How do you feel about Clyde? <laughs> probably, the, probably the same confused way you look with, with him too. <laughs> I mean, there's just like a lot of ex- like excuses you can make mm-hmm. for why things happen the way they did at times. Last year coming in, especially when the Damian Williams opted out, I mean, he was going early. I mean, people were taking him in the first round of redraft leagues last year. None of that came. If you did that, you were not happy with Clyde at all. It was, he wasn't super efficient in some games. He got a lot of volume in a lot of games. Saw good receiving work, but he really struggled with the touchdowns and especially around the goal line. He struggled a lot. Mm -hmm. So he did deal with the injury at the end of the season. I believe it was like a high ankle sprain and a groin injury. If I remember correctly, he should be totally fine from that. Given the off season, he played in the Super Bowl after the injury. He mm-hmm. should be fine from that. But I think I'm willing to buy in on Clyde this year. On a year two? Yes. A year two breakout? And just, I mean, the volume you would see in some of these games was great. I mean, you know, it's kind of hard. And what you are in that incredibly efficient offense where there are going to be a lot of scoring opportunities. Right. I do think you can, you know, he's, he still finished. I mean, he finished 22nd on the season. Yeah. So that's way below his ADP though. Yeah. He's, he's I think he's drafted, right. His average, his for 2021 is three Oh seven. But yeah, yeah, that's this year. That's coming that into last year. Yeah. That's coming into this year. Um, last year. Yeah. He was going way, way early. Um, to me, I don't of, hate that. I like that price. Three oh seven. Right now, yeah, I like that price. Yeah, I mean, it looks like maybe around the fourteenth running back, not fourteenth running back, fourteenth player. Is it a fourteenth? No, yeah, you have to be. 14th I think it's fourteenth. Fourteenth running back. Yeah, is what I'm seeing. Um, but some of the things that I'm concerned with is you had nine f- attempts inside the five, and he came away with one touchdown. Yeah, incredibly inefficient. Yeah, just. And that's not okay. I mean, don't. I mean, he's two oh seven. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, 
Um, he he's I would consider him a, a decent power runner. And he's a tackle breaker kind yeah. of a guy. Yeah. And the other nice thing though is the other running backs on this team. They lost Le'Veon Bell. They brought in Jarek McKinnon, who had a couple games last year. He was very good, but he's on a one year deal, super super cheap. And they still have Daryl Williams, who Daryl Williams will be the backup. But unless Clyde Edwards is hurt, it's irrelevant. They right. are going to give one guy the ball the most. And Daryl, if Clyde Edwards out is out again, I mean, past couple of years in our dynasty league, I've started Daryl Williams on a couple occasions. Mm-hmm. And because whoever the running back is in this chief offense, it doesn't really matter. They'll get points if they're the starter. But redraft league, there's no need to look at them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just go back and forth. Like I don't know if would you be happy if he was your first running back? No. See, that's where I'm at. Being drafted at three oh seven, he possibly could be your first running back. He could. So but then you're gonna have some ball or wide receivers for true like but Travis Kelsey or something. But even then, I still wouldn't be overly happy if he was my number one running no, back. No, yeah, it's not ideal, no. No, it wouldn't be ideal for me at all. I would rather take a shot somewhere else. But that's just me. So, all right. Yep. And then uh, Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey uh, who cares? He's yeah. Travis Kelsey. Enough said. He's the number one or number two pending. Five straight years, I believe it is. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is a monster. Like, honestly, I think I remember bringing this up last year when we were doing like our tight end rankings and stuff like that. I don't think there's ever going to be another player at any position in fantasy football who has put up a stretch like Travis Kelsey has at his position for as long as he has. I mean, it's incredible. Yeah, just when you just watch him and he's just always freaking open. Like, I don't, I do not understand. He is a positional advantage that you will not get at any other position. And there's like, maybe like if George Kittle, if he can play 16, would get close. Darren Waller can get you close. But I'm willing to pay the price for Travis Kelsey in drafts. Yeah. You just, the closest you can possibly get what like is Travis said, Kelsey's ADP right now? Can you pull that up? Yeah. Probably in the second. It's usually where it is. <laughs> nope. <laughs> the 112. Ugh. That's a little steep. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not worth it, but I don't know if I could pull that trigger. I was I thinking more that mid, one. late second. Yeah. Uh, uh, usually he goes in the mid to mid second. Um, 112 is way, way. Yeah. That's going to come down a little bit, I think. Um, but I think it just comes down to the fact that, like you said, though, he's never not. He's the ultimate set it and forget it. All right. You ready for this, guys? So came in, looks like he started 16 games in 2014. He was the seventh best tight end. 20, wow, what a failure. Yeah. What 2015, failure. he dropped to the eighth best tight end. This dude sucks. 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020. He's the number one tight end. <laughs> yeah. So we've, we've got five seasons, and unfortunately, I don't see it changing. I don't either. <laughs> you know, I just don't. And what's really crazy is because it comes hand in hand with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, it, it close. Close. He's just, you know, what, Alex Smith was, when did Mahomes take over? You can over? definitely 17? see the bump from Mahomes, though, because he was still the number one wide receiver, but not nearly scoring as many points as he has in the past couple of years. Yeah, so Mahomes took over in 18? Maybe 17. Was it? I forget. Yeah, well, I don't care. It doesn't matter. He's just a freaking monster. Just an absolute beast on the field. And I don't see it changing this season. No. 
it, it, just out of curiosity, and we'll talk about one later. But do you, th- if you could think of somebody that might be able to catch a Travis Kelsey, who would you take? It would be Kittle if he plays a full 16. season. Yeah, I agree with you. I can make an argument though with Waller, but I just well, got, I'm more worried I about mean, that he got offense. Pretty close last year, Waller. It was not too far. Behind. I mean, he was still three points, three points off. Yeah, which is still a lot of points. But all right, who we got next? Raiders. Fire John Gruden. Yeah, I mean, you can you can make an argument, but you know when you look at the Raiders, what they finished eight and eight last year. I mean, their offense surprisingly finished twelfth, but their defense was atrocious. Oh, defense was god awful, and yeah, Derek Hart sneaky was a very decent, usable player last year at times. Yeah, I mean, he finished uh, right outside the Wasn't top. Wasn't he? 12. Did, didn't he give the Chiefs one of those losses? I think he went head, like it was, I remember that game. Yeah, he went toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes and ended up beating him. That was a very good game. I don't know. Let's find out. I can definitely pull it up real quick as you talk about him. Okay. Yeah, Derek Carr. Um, I mean, if we're talking to JT, he might uh say some different things <laughs> about as average a quarterback as you can get, but hopefully. But I, I just don't see it happening because back in the day, like when you had Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree, he'd be throwing the ball deep to him, like dropping it into him. Mm-hmm. I just he doesn't have the players. I don't like the players he really has that serve those roles, and yeah. they just don't connect the same. Yeah. So yeah, you are right. So week five, forty yeah. to thirty-two, um, had a great week that week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree with you. I think Derek Carr, you know, is definitely just. He's he's just a he's a good quarterback. Yeah. He's just a, he's just a good quarterback. He's not you know, I think this might be one of the highest. Let me check this cuz I think this might be one of the higher finishes he's ever had. Yeah. This is the highest he's finished since 2016. Yeah, but he's on the Raiders, so he's We're, just yeah. Yeah, and and when you look at this team and we'll we'll get into this obviously. Well, let's just jump into it now. John Brown, Hunter Renfro, Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards. I think John Brown's going to be their best receiver on the team starting week one i mean kind of has to be i mean henry ruggs was a complete you disappointment just have to john john brown has to stay healthy he, mm-hmm. that's always been a problem but when he played last year in the games and he saw the targets he was very usable and yeah we we come to the henry ruggs part of the uh, discussion mm-hmm. he had one game last year that was two games last year that was good and on those games he, he caught a total of well, like four passes wasn't it? five passes yeah in one of the games he scored, he caught two passes, scored almost 20 points. Yeah, well, it was two passes for two touchdowns and like 80-something yards, wasn't it? This one, two catches, 118 yards, one touchdown. The other game, uh, three catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. Mm. A lot of... I it's mean, just all yardage. Yeah, no <laughs> targets. And yep. the other rookie they drafted last year who I was... I really liked his tape. He saw absolutely no usage last year, though. Brian Edwards... Where's the stat I had pulled up? Brian Edwards last year in 15 games, I mean 12 games, he saw 15 targets. 15 targets. I'm not counting Brian Edwards out. I think I don't think he's someone you should draft and redraft. Mm-mm. Dynasty, if you could buy him super, super cheap, I've looked into it. I think that's a play because I do think he could still turn into that guy. Mm-hmm. And the other receiver we have on this list is Hunter Renfro, who just... Somehow keeps getting catches. Yeah, he sees the volume, and he can have some games. But, yeah, I mean, this is a garbage wide receiver core. When, again, on this team, well, 
the Chiefs, I would consider Tyreek Kill the better receiver. This team, Darren Waller, the tight end, he is the best receiver on their team. And far outpaces anyone in receiving volume, targets, reception, yards, whatever you want. He's the king on this team. Yeah, which is really funny because, like, when when he came out, you're kind of just like, okay. Rugs? No, I'm talking about Hunter Renfro. Oh. When he, when yeah, Hunter, just super late, came out of Clemson. Clemson yeah, no yeah, one really. Yeah. Like, fifth-round pick, and, and honestly. He's, I mean, he's no, there's nothing special about him. No, but he, yeah, but he gets targets. There. Yeah, he's there, and and he get honestly, he gets the red zone targets. You know, so I mean, it's just, uh, I how can you have when you went and drafted a guy in the first round? Ruggs was like the first wide receiver off the board that year. Uh, I can't remember if he was first. I think he was because I think it really surprised a lot of people, or he might have been second off the board. I know he was early. You know what you know what the Raiders do. They always kind of draft the random person when in the first round. Yeah. But either way, he was a he was a first round draft pick. And your fifth round draft pick is outplaying you. You know, just because it's in my opinion, he's more he's a better route runner. I mean, I don't I don't think Henry Ruggs is gonna be a guy. He's a, it's like downfield or bust. You know, can you throw me ninety yards or seventy yards or you know, 50 to the house, whatever it is, or yep. nothing. You know, I mean, it's not even like Tyreek Hill. And this is what we brought up when we talked about him last year coming into the league. He's like, he's a one-note player. And I just, I don't, there are some people who are kind of calling him out as a sleeper. I just don't, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to see the targets you want. I think he might be able to be playable at times, but. Yeah. I mean, the thing to me is you look at, Brian Edwards played how many games? In yeah, he was hit? the uh, first wide receiver off the board last year. Yeah, see, there you go. 12th overall, man. Yep. Um, You know, Brian Edwards had, this is, I mean, it's ridiculous because he's a big dude. He's 6'3", 212. He should be getting a lot of red zone targets, right? But he didn't get a lot of targets in general, but he had one red zone target. Yeah. Okay. Henry Ruggs <laughs> had way more targets, but only had two in the red zone. Yeah. He's because he's what six foot one ninety. Yeah, Brian Edwards just also wishes not on the field at all. Yeah, which is just but strange then he was a third round. I believe he was a third round draft pick. Brian. Yep. Yeah. Eighty uh, first. Yep. yep. Third round. Um, but here you go. Hunter Renfro had eight red zone targets and two of them were yeah. touchdowns. So you tell Still me, not very efficient, but yeah, it's not efficient. But you tell me though. I mean, he's he's getting the targets down there, and he's the smallest of all of them. So yeah, I mentioned who I kind of think. So yeah, rank these guys for me. Um, I mean, if I have to go off of, are we are we ranking for just fantasy relevance? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's kind of hard. I would go John Brown. Yeah. Um, same. I would. Especially, I think definitely early in the season. Yeah. This is honestly everything else past year gets tricky. Because who I would like to say would be Brian Henry Edwards. Ruggs or Brian Edwards here, but I honestly think Hunter I Renfro. Think, yeah, I think Hunter Renfro is going to be the number two. And there's definitely that chance, and you can almost flip a coin for who's going to finish last. This team is so good. It's just, it's awful. Yeah, it is. Because honestly, the number one, the number one pass catcher is who we can jump into now is yeah. Darren Waller. <laughs> yeah. So, honestly, all of these guys are useless outside of him. Yeah, I mean, Nelson Aguilar was able to scrape together a good season last year, inconsistent, but was playable. Good enough to get paid. 
Yeah, and that's kind of how I see the John <laughs> Brown going back into that role. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Darren Waller last year saw the same targets as Travis Kelsey, caught two more balls than Travis Kelsey. Yardage was not close, and he had two less touchdowns than him. Yeah. Darren Waller is a year tight end two or tight end three this year because it's one of the two. I, I Currently, I'd put him at two. Okay. I think I would still put him at three. Put Kittle, yeah, but that's I, I, I yeah, that could go either way. For yeah, sure. I mean, you can you can almost intertwine them. I mean, at least two A two B. Yeah, I mean, especially if you want to factor in the Kittle injury risks. Yep, you want to take the safer pick. Yeah, I don't hate that for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, in my opinion too, you know, you have a Tyreek. I mean, one hundred and forty five targets at the tight end position yeah. is awesome. That is incredible. In San Francisco, to me, you do have some better receivers with uh, Ayuk and Samuel. Yeah. In my opinion, compared to the wide receivers you're looking oh, at here. yeah, definitely. It's just so, an incredibly more, a better offense. And San Francisco is another team that is looking at Julio, so. Every team is essentially <laughs> looking at Julio is what yeah. we're finding out. Yeah, every team. But, I mean, San Francisco would be an interesting one because, again, Kyle Shanahan former connection in Atlanta too. But mm-hmm. anyways, not the point. Point being is, is I think Darren Waller is definitely going to be, I would put him ahead of, of Kittle I, just because of what's opportunity. What's his ADP right now? 312. I, I like that. You taking but, that or are they 112 for Kelsey? I'd take this. Yeah, I think I would too. <laughs> I would totally take this. Because Honestly, to me, I would, the gap's yeah. not that far. Two rounds. No, what I meant by points wise. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Points wise, it's not that far. I mean, it's like it's, a 35 point difference between the two. Yeah. Split I mean that over 17 games, it's like two points a game. Yeah. I think it's close roughly. to three points a game. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not going to be enough of a gap to me. than if you take like, I'm trying to think a first round, if you're taking a big name running back versus, you know, maybe a Michael Carter in the back end or whatever. Well, no, who, be let's see. Who would you take late. in the third? Who's, I don't know. We don't even have an ADP stand up right now. Let's see. All right. So it would be a big difference between taking like, let's see, like an Alvin Kamara versus, can I only look at, I can't, it's just ADP. All right, let's go down to the third round. There's the third round. Okay. Or, okay, here we go. Or Najee Harris. Or a Miles Sanders. So Alvin Kamara and Darren Waller or Travis Kelsey and Najee Harris. Yeah. I'll go Kamara Waller. Yeah, me too. You know, so, or again, or you can put Sandals, uh, Sanders there. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is right there in the third yeah, round. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Um, Kelsey you know, and Clyde. Chris Carson's there at the 312. So DeAndre Swift at oh, 304. Man, we're have so many good debates later in this year. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, that could definitely be, it could definitely go either way, but. I can't wait I to would, start mock drafting. Yeah, I would still take, you know, Darren Waller and Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I like that combo better. Or, I mean, even, again, a Saquon Barkley, a Nick Chubb, Jonathan, I would take all of those guys yeah. and Darren Waller. Speaking of uh, combos and combos I hate, why are Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake on the same team? God, I did, jumping into this crap. So, you know that I've been... I've been a big fan of Kenyon Drake and I've been I, a very big Josh Jacobs fan. Yeah. I love Kenyon Drake. I think he's, yeah. I think he's great. Um, I just think he, he just gets host. The The problem I have here is why did he sign? Like, did, I mean, it did was, he not it's have a other offers? Contra- it's a good contract. It's a great contract. Two year, I mean, that's Two why he signed. Years, 11 mil? That's why he signed. Yeah. 
just just, just to get paid. Was, yeah. The thing is, is if you don't do anything, you're not going to get paid again. So I don't know. Do you think they're going to committee this 50-50? I don't think it's going to be 50-50, but I think, because I mean, Josh Jacobs last year, it was very inconsistent and a lot of his points came in big games, but he did finish eighth overall at the position in 15 games. Yeah. Kenyon Drake finished 14th overall in 15 games, but Kenyon Drake's was a lot more consistently average than Josh Jacobs inconsistency with peak games. Right. I think Josh Jacobs is still hands down going to be the leader in this running back rotation, but I do like, we've always kind of wanted him to get the more receiving work. I don't think you can bet like even hope for that. Now I don't think that's going to happen. I think Josh Jacobs will still get the red zone work. I don't think Kenyon Drake's going to eat into that, but He's going to probably be a, a nuisance. I mean, Devontae Booker has been a nuisance for us. Jalen Rashard has been a nuisance for us in this yeah. backfield. So mm-hmm. I, I, hopefully Kenyon Drake just takes both of those two spots. But I really have a hard time seeing how usable Kenyon Drake's going to be. Yeah, I, I'm not really as worried about Kenyon Drake as I am Josh Jacobs. I mean, because... But I mean, if Kenyon Drake landed in like a Buffalo or something like that, we'd be talking about him differently. Yeah, we'd be like, dude, he's going to be great. He's gonna I, be I don't awesome. know about great, but I usable, mean, usable like last year. Yeah. So, I mean, and here's the thing. So you're looking at both of their current ADPs. You got Jacobs going at 305. You got Kenyon going at 710. You know, you, you look at both of their seasons. I, I mean, would take Jacobs there. Given the prices, I would take Jacobs at first that price over Drake for his price. So you'd take Josh Jacobs. Yep. Okay. I mean, that's, that's totally fine. I, I mean, mean, there I are too. some concerning seventh metrics around Josh Jacobs. His yards per carry did kind of take a decent hit last year. They dropped quite a bit from 4.75 his rookie year to 3.9 last year. Mm-hmm. He even saw more attempts last year, less yardage. His touchdowns came up, but again, his receiving work is, I mean, 33 receptions on the year. For a guy who is a great receiving running back, I just don't think we're ever going to see what we want in the receiving game for Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I mean, Kenyon Drake ended up with a four yards per for, per attempt last season. So about and, the same. So it's about the same. And he definitely had some weeks where it was just like, dude, what is going on? And I remember early Kenny in the Drake year. last year was pretty much touchdown or bust last year. Yeah. And I remember last year, dude, we were talking like, dude, should we drop him? Like, should you, yeah. <laughs> like, where are we going to put this guy? Yeah. Um, but, you know, fin- he ended up finishing, you know, 14th, which is, again, not terrible, just outside that top, top 12. But yeah. I don't, I mean, where do you see them finishing this season? I, I can't see either of them finishing where they finished Jacob's last year, though. Late two, Drake, like, late four or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I don't know about because I mean for Drake Jacobs, didn't even but... see receiving. He saw even less receiving work than Jacobs last year. But I just think he's going to fill that. Yeah, he role. only has seventeen receptions. I see twenty-five. Oh, that's the average. Sorry, twenty-five. Yeah, it's but he's had much higher peaks in the past for his career than yep. Jacobs ever has. I mean, he's had seasons where he saw sixty-eight targets, seventy-three targets. Mm-hmm. So. I th- yeah, I think Drake's pretty much going to be the third down change of pace back. Yeah, disappointing. It's not a great. It's not a great situation fantasy wise. Football wise, they'll be fine. But um, I'm not a fan of it fantasy wise. Yeah. All right. You got anything else you want to talk about Raiders? Yeah, just fire John Gruden. Yeah. Say it again. He'll be. He's on our list now. 
One down. Two to go. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Los Angeles Chargers. I wish they moved back to San Diego. Eh, I don't really care that much. But what I do care about is Justin Herbert, man. Looks great. Yeah, he proved me wrong. Yeah, proved us both wrong because we both weren't really high on him. Nope. And we'll see moving forward. This was just one season. But that one season was very efficient. He finished ninth in points per game. Great throw on the deep ball. Good like, grief. Very, Which very that was one thing that. that we were not saying he wasn't good at. We yeah. knew he could throw the deep ball. Well, it was, yeah, there was no question about his arm talent, but yeah. I just thought he might have the tendency to get scared yep. in the pocket, but he did yeah. not at all. Yeah, no, he he looked really good, and I think he's going to be another one of our fun debates that we're going to have later on in the season um, to, to be able to chat about. Yeah, where do you draft him? Yeah, where is he going to go? Right now his ADP is, what do you think? Seventh round? It is, 704. Hmm. So good stuff. Very nice. Um, but yeah, I like it. I mean, he looked good in the red zone. Yeah. Uh, he kind of wavered a little bit at the end of the season, but his first, like his first, like eight games were incredible. Mm-hmm. Like he was just setting the world on fire, just throwing the ball a ton, ton of yardage, good touchdown rate. I mean, yeah, it was a very impressive rookie season. Yeah. I, his stretch from like week four to week 11 was just nuts. <laughs> Even if he had, yeah, <laughs> like that was, it was just really fun to watch. So I don't know. He's going to be, I think he's going to take a huge leap forward. Do you think out of that draft class, because I mean, the, well, I mean, we can just slightly it's debate really it now. really just him or Burrow. Him or Burrow. I'm not put, I can't put two up on there. No, not right now. Even though I I do love my Tua. Maybe um, in the one day, but not yet. Well, yeah, we'll have to. Well, it's make, to me, it's make or break this season. So. Yeah. His jersey will either stay with us or it'll disappear at the end of this year. Um, But between the two of them, who would you rather have right now? Herbert or Burrow. That is so tough. It really is. I think I might lean Burrow ever so slightly. You still have a great running back. They both have great running backs. One's a little bit better in the passing game, but Mixon's Mm -hmm. capable. But I think the difference is T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. Chargers have the best single receiver in Keenan Allen, but I do think you take a hit when you go to Mike Williams. And who I'm assuming will be their third, who we could talk about in the second, is Josh Palmer. And they brought in Jared Cook. I think I lean... That is really tough. Yeah. I think I might give it to Burrow. Ever so slightly. Okay. I mean, it's just... Right now, I'm going with uh, Herbert. All day. Yeah. He just seemed way more efficient. Even when... Because Burrow did get hurt, let's be real. Yeah, he did. And he didn't have a terrible season. He got really hurt. No, but, he was having. He was probably rookie of the year if he doesn't get hurt. Well, and looking at his consistency stuff right now, man, you know, I might, I might backtrack that a little bit because I'm looking at Herbert and he looks a l- way more consistent than than Burrow was. Yeah, Burrow put up a lot of yards. Yeah, he did, but not a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, not a lot of points. But anyways, so I, I think right now I'm going to go with Herbert. Okay. But let's jump into running back or uh, wide receivers. Let's go wide receivers. Yeah. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Yeah. One of my favorite receivers. He is one of your favorites. Big body. And he, he's just like, he's, he plays both, but he is more of a slot receiver than he is an out wide receiver. And that's why when we talk about these other guys, Mike Williams, this is a contract year for him. This is the last year on his deal. Yep. They brought in Josh Palmer, who we talked about, who I do like his yep. tape a lot. And I, I love too. this pick. 
This is one of my favorite picks of the draft. I think this receiver core, if they keep Mike Williams or not, I don't think it matters. I think Josh Palmer could turn into that number one guy on the outside for the majority. Keenan Allen will still be that number one receiver. But I, I do think that their receiver core could be very nice this year. Hopefully Mike Williams stays healthy. But the nice thing about Keenan Allen is the targets this dude sees. Even without Justin Herbert, I mean, the past four years, he hasn't seen less than 136 targets with a peak of 159 targets one year. Mm-hmm. I mean, just outrageous targets. He's caught 100 passes every year. The past four years, I mean, one of them was 97. Cut the guy a break. But, I mean, he's he is one of my favorite receivers in the league. He is a great route runner. Big body guy for a slot receiver and can go outside. Yeah, I mean, I know you've been a huge fan of. I, I'll, I'll probably be while. taking him top ten as a top ten wide receiver this year. Okay, and redraft. Yeah, I mean, I see that he's going around that that third round three hundred nine spot. Um, I would feel comfortable with him, as him as my number one wide receiver if I went running back, running back, first two rounds, got Keenan Allen in the third somewhere. Mm-hmm. I would feel fine with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not against that. If he has the same season as he just did, I guess. But that's I mean, but we've seen better play. seasons than the past year. I mean, he's yeah. in the past four years, he has a top three finish and a top six finish. Mm. I'm looking at a half point. Are you looking at full point? Yeah, I go back and forth. Okay. So, I mean, he's pretty much a wide receiver one pretty much every year. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I like him a lot. Um, moving to Josh Palmer, though. Do you think it's going to probably take a while, but do you, you think he will take a while or do you think he might jump in and be the number two? I mean, two? most rookie wide receivers, it takes usually sec. They're usually more. Second I love half this dude's players. Tape, though. I do. I like Josh Palmer. I do too. I think he's going to be a nice addition. And I don't think that, I think if he plays decently well this year, Mike Williams has just never come into it. He's never consistently. He's dealt with injuries at times and then inconsistent play. He's also just like one of those players, like every time the ball gets thrown to him and he goes up for the catch and he catches it, I feel like he's just going to shatter into glass every time. He hits yeah, the he's ground so, so fragile. hard. He takes huge hits, and he's a big guy. I mean, yeah, he just every time I see the guy catch the ball, I'm like, I feel like he's about to break into glass. Yeah, it, it's just really disappointing to me um, because he came in with, you know, a lot of hype, missed a lot his of hype. entire rookie season due to injury, and he, yeah, he's battled a lot of injuries. Yeah, he's a seventh overall pick in 2017 and just not done anything with it. Yeah. So would you draft Mike Williams at all this year? No. Okay, neither would I. Dynasty. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, yes, but not like anything high whatsoever. It's going to be very, very late. Yeah, I don't even think, I don't even care to look up his ADP right now. Um, But Dynasty, would you rather have Mike Williams or would you rather have Josh Palmer? I'd rather take the shot with Palmer. I agree with you too. All right, running backs, Eckler, Kelly, and someone that I know you really want to talk about. Yeah, we'll start with Eckler. Uh, He missed quite a few games last year. He only ended up playing 10 games. In those 10 games, he was back to doing what we know Austin Eckler could do. He was in 10 games, 15th in points per game and half point. So if full PPR, it's decently higher than that. Mm -hmm. Most of his value does come from receiving. I mean, he saw 65 targets last year with 116 rushing attempts. Year before that, when that was that incredible top 10 season, 108 targets, 132 rushing attempts. I mean, that is really close to the same Mm -hmm. (laughs) number. I mean, 
He is a receiving first. He is very efficient. He's just incredibly efficient when he has the ball in his hands. And I do like Austin Eckler. I'd be actually curious. What is his ADP? It's probably mid to late second, if I had to guess. Yep, 206. Okay, yeah. And I, I honestly don't hate that. You do have to. He, he has the injury concerns that come with him. Mm-hmm. But I the other concern is he's just not going to be the full workhorse rushing-wise. So they drafted Joshua Kelly last year. We said it when we were talking about him in our rookie previews last year and throughout the season. This dude is just not impressive at all. He was not good last year. He saw 111 rushing attempts last year in 14 games, 3.19 yards per carry, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Ouch. And you can, yeah, you could see it on the field. He's just not explosive. Not very good vision. He's just not very good. So that brings us to who Caleb was mentioning earlier. Yeah. Guy they drafted very late. They drafted him very late. Sixth round, wasn't it? Yeah, but at the running back position, things can happen. And it's Larry Roundtree. Came out of Mizzou. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 14th pick of the sixth round. I think he has a chance to take over Joshua Kelly this year as the number two running back in this rotation. I think he's the better runner. And if Austin Eckler does go down for some reason, I don't think he'll have any, I don't think either one of these value, running backs will have value yeah. when Austin Eckler's healthy. But if for some reason Austin Eckler does go down, Larry Roundtree could be a guy that would get the volume and succeed. Yeah. I mean, it's really funny because they didn't go out and draft really a high priced running back. I no. mean, they took Larry Roundtree in the well, sixth they didn't round. They need to. No, but like with, with Austin Eckler not being able to stay healthy, would you not rather have a more dominant backup, but I think honestly, I'm with you though. I think Larry Roundtree could actually hop Joshua Kelly and kind of take that number two spot. Yeah. They do have Justin, Kel- Ju- Justin, Justin Jackson. Jackson still on the roster, but I think he is kind of inconsequential. I've also heard yeah. reports that he might be cut. Yeah. I heard the same thing. I think he's going to get cut, which just sucks. Um, But you know, whatever that happens. But yeah, I think I think Larry Roundtree, and it's not because we're both you know from Missouri or anything. Um, uh, yeah, but I'm not because we're not Mizzou fans Mizzou by fan. any means. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, he was fun to watch. He's kind of like a massive bowling ball. Just yeah, he's not like around. super. Yeah, he's not going to like blow you away or anything. But I definitely think he's better than Joshua Kelly. He is the exact opposite, in my opinion, of Eckler though. Yeah, because he's not much of a pass catcher, but he runs between the tackles. He's he's got some lateral quickness. He'll get downfield. Um, he's not going to outrun a whole team. No, but uh, I mean, yeah, he he's definitely a good change of pace back, in my opinion. Yeah. I I would rather have him than Kelly. And yeah, and as far as redraft goes, I'm not looking at Joshua Kelly or Roundtree. No, Roundtree is a dynasty guy. I took actually. I don't think I took him in our. I don't think you were. Yeah, no, I don't think you no. did. Unfortunately, did I let that one go through? You might have. That's really disappointing. We'll find out right now. Hmm. And while you're doing that, I'm going to pull up some because we're going to jump nope, to Jared I got Cook. Him. I got him. Yeah, I got nice. Him. Maybe drafted four running backs in that draft. It's <laughs> ridiculous. You do you though, man. Yeah. I draft a lot of wide receivers. Yeah, but that's just kind of how we play. And so, yeah, we're done talking about the running backs in this team. Mm-hmm. Sneaky, one of my favorite off seasons free agent signings of the um, NFL. Off season was was Jared Cook signing with the Chargers. Signed a one year, four point five million dollar deal. They lost Hunter Henry. I like the signing a lot. I think he will be very usable. He'll probably be when our rankings come out a top ten, maybe tight for end for me. 
Last year, he wasn't great, but he was missing Breeze for most of that season. He finished 17th overall in 15 games. But if you look at his past few years in the league, he has been very, very impressive. He took him a long time to get to where he's at in the mm-hmm. league. But you take 2019, 2018, 2017, tight end won all of those years. One of them top five, the other one top six. I mean, he was very impressive. Yeah, I don't know. I've... I'm still burnt by a lot of the crud he pulled here in St. Louis when he was with us. Yeah, he's been in the league a long time. He's 34 years old. He's yeah. been in the league for 12 years. Like, you know, he's been in the league a long time. It took him a long time. Yeah. I mean, when he went to Green Bay, didn't look good. No. Didn't look good when he was with the Raiders. No, he looked good with the Raiders. Eh, he had one season where he did look good with the Raiders. He was a tight end one both of those years. I see he was 13. That would be a tight end two, bro. Oh, my. Okay. So same. Um... But uh, yeah, I agree with you. With the when when Breeze was in there, he looked I, fine. Yeah, we'll get to it later. I think the Chargers are going to be a very good team this year. I think they're going to be a scary team to play. Yeah, I agree. When we go to, at the end of this, when we talk about who's going to win the division, we we do know who's going to win. But the the two, three, and four yep. finish is going to be it's going to be interesting to discuss. So yeah. Um, but I think Jared Cook, in my opinion. We like late tight ends. We do yeah. not always go early. Yeah, he is a and guy he that's going to be in that area. Yeah, he will be sure. a late tight end off the board, and he could be somebody that you could look at that could still come in. And he's like a touchdown magnet, though. Yeah, he you can know, he be just for gets, sure. He, he can just get touchdowns like crazy. So um, he's yeah, someone that you might want to look years, at. He's had 22 touchdowns in the last three years. Yeah, 6, 9, and 7 is what I see. Yep. Is that what you see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 6, 9, and 7. So, I mean... Honestly, if he just stays around, you know, if, even if he gets some middle ground there between seven and nine, I'm taking him. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I will. And he'll see the targets in his offense. Yeah. I mean, he's the only tight end there now. Yeah. Well, the only one relevant tight end there. So, all right. We got anything else we want to talk about with the Chargers? Uh, nope. All right. Let's chat Broncos. The good old Denver Broncos. Been waiting to talk about these guys all night. Same. Very, very interesting. A lot to talk about. Yeah. I don't, I mean, this is one of those teams where there's a, in my opinion, there's a lot of unknown. I don't really know. Are they going to be the same kind of team where they're going to finish five and 11 like last year or worse? I mean, they're still going to be a defensive first team mm-hmm. and the quarterback position is still going to be lacking. Yeah. So do you think Teddy's going to start? I hope so. I don't see why I he wouldn't. I don't want to watch him. I really could go the rest of my life without watching Drew Locke play quarterback in the NFL again. Yeah, I'm n- another Mizzou guy, <laughs> but uh, definitely been lackluster and very disappointing, especially after that four Just, and one. You like, know that outrageously inconsistent. Like, well, all the hype that came into last season too, man. You remember yeah. that? Like, yeah, well, yeah, he showed a few games his rookie season, but yeah, it just did not. He, I mean, he didn't have Corlin Sutton last year, but I don't think adding Corlin Sutton out there is going to change anything that happened. Like, I don't know. I mean. I I really I really like Cortland Sutton a Cortland lot. <laughs> yeah, he's a good receiver, but he's not a Julio Jones. He's not Devontae Adams. He's not Tyree Kill. He's not any. No, he's not close but, to anything like that. No, but he's he, come on, give him some credit here. He's pretty I freaking said he's good. good. Yeah, I said yeah, he's good. he's a pretty good. He's good. He's a number one. He's good. He's a number one. He's good. All right, he's a number one. So I do think when you look at this, uh, is Cortland Sutton fantastic? He is fantastic. <laughs> shut up <laughs> um 
anyways, so so Teddy coming in, I think one of the things that's going to be nice, I think he will bring more consistency. Consistency. That's about the only thing you could say. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. More a little bit consistent. Yeah. I mean, I think he threw 15 touchdowns last season, had 11 interceptions, and what? How many rushing touchdowns did he have? Five. Five. So what? 20 and 11. I mean, it's not terrible. <sighs> That's about what you're going to get. You're not going to get yeah. 30 touchdowns on this season, but you're also not going to get 30 interceptions on the season. No. It, and you're also not going to get a lot of 350-yard games. No. You know, he's he's just a kind of a game manager, um, kind of like a Jimmy G, you know? So just that's what you're going to get. Yeah, I'd prefer Teddy over Jimmy G. <sighs> you, that's ridiculous. I would still take Jimmy G over over Teddy, but... Whatever, dude. You're you're lost. That's fine. Let's talk wide receivers. Yeah. Okay. Uh Cortland Sutton, this is my guy. He's good. He's good. I think he'll come back. He'll have a really good season. Yeah, he only played one game last year, got hurt in that game towards ACL. Um he should be perfectly fine. Got yeah. a ton of time to rehab for that. Yeah. And I mean when you really look at his twenty nineteen you know, stats. It was good. He was, he was, he was great. And I, that's why coming into 2020, it was like, he wasn't great. He was good. He was, he was in this offense. He was great. But anyways, so to me coming into 2020, I was, I had a lot of hype on him. I was pretty, pretty pumped to see what he was going to do. So we'll just kind of see um, what he'll bring in 2021. I don't have a lot to say until we kind of see what happens this season. So, you want to talk about Jerry Judy? Yeah, I really do. I love uh, Jerry Judy. He was my favorite receiver coming in the draft class last year. Do you have him in Dynasty now? Yeah, I do. I do okay. have him in Dynasty now. Sure, I finally I, uh, bought him low, decently low, lower than I would have had to pay last year. So it all kind of just worked out perfectly. Sure. But Jerry Judy, he's the guy I'm taking my shot on. We talked about the eighty mm-hmm. piece earlier. I believe you said Cortland Sun was, what, fifth round? Yeah, he's 5'11". And Jerry Judy's seventh, where at? No, he's 808. 808. I'm taking that discount in redraft, taking Judy. And in Dynasty Leagues, I'm taking Judy ahead of Sutton mm-hmm. everywhere. And there are some statistics that are kind of telling about yep. last year. Mm-hmm. So yards per reception last year, Jerry Judy was seventh overall in the league. 16.5 yards per reception. But you look at his yards per target. This difference is outrageous. He was 86th overall for 7.6 yards per target. He had 113 targets last year, saw 52 receptions. That's a 46% completion percentage. You want to total up where that completion percentage ranks? This is just of anyone who catches passes. 200th. Oh, wow. 200th overall completion (laughs) catch percentage. That's ridiculous. That's going up, guys. That's yeah. going way up. If Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback, yep. which is what I'm presuming. Mm-hmm. I think Jerry Judy is, I mean, he just, he had some bad drops last year. He, he You can't excuse that, but a lot of it was the quarterback play. Yeah. Uncatchable targets. He led the league. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was really gross. I mean, I don't know how many times, you know, just Drew Locke would sail one over his head or, yep. you know, throw it behind. I mean, it was, it was disgusting. So I I am I do agree with you. I think that that rate will go up with Teddy. Um, I am still taking my shot though with Cortland Sutton for right now. Um, I think between the two, um, Jerry Judy may have the better talent, but to me, 
it's kind of hard. I I'm always I a think fan they'll of be a big I think they'll receiver. be very close. I mean, Jerry Drew's not like, he's not like a small guy. Yeah, but he's not six four two fifteen. But he's six one one ninety two. That's not undersized by any means. I think they're going to be really close this year in redraft, and that's why I'm perfectly fine taking the cheaper prize with Jerry Judy in redraft leagues. Yeah. But as far as the future goes, I'm much higher on Jerry Judy, and this is a contract year for Cortland Sutton. And there could be, I could definitely see a scenario where at the end of the season, Broncos aren't willing to pay what Cortland Sutton wants to be paid. Yeah, that's true. And if he's gone, then it, yeah. They could open the door, yeah. Yeah, and so we'll get to the other receiver on this team. Yep. Who's going to be their third, Tim Patrick. Mm-hmm. I do think they're going to have a little bit of a, where do these guys line up? Because none of them are really like traditional, like just mainly slot wide receivers. Yeah. They're all kind of mostly on the outside. Deshaun Hamilton, who they lost, was kind of their that guy for them. Mm-hmm. He got hurt, and then they cut him. But last year, Tim Patrick, he played, he produced more than Jerry Judy in this offense. He, um, but that was due to injuries. He was brought in there, no Cortland Sutton, so he was able to see the targets. And he actually graded pretty well in PFF as far as just their wide receiver grades go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's definitely going to be the third. But yeah, I, yeah, Judy's my guy. Yeah, I I was really surprised with uh, Tim Patrick. You know, he wasn't a. Yeah, um, I mean, he was def- he was he was very playable at times last year. Yeah, he wasn't a a guy that you were really looking at as far as uh, it's not it's not a guy you would expect. Yeah, to be yeah. playing all the time. Yeah. But when I look at him, you know, like I just stated, I like a big bodied wide receiver. He's a big body dude. He's six four two twelve. No, so, I didn't know he was six four. Yeah, he's, he's a not, big he's a big know, guy. Yeah. You know, six four two twelve out of Utah. Um, you know, he definitely, there was games where like, dude, he, he, that, he looks good yeah. and you would sit there and just see highlight reels. And I'm just like, all right, this guy could, this guy could be interesting. I'm with, I'm with you though. None of these guys are slot receivers. Yeah. And so my, I mean, they have KJ Hamler who could slide in that role, but KJ Hamler is also not the biggest KJ Hamler guy. I know you were. Decently liked him last year when we were talking about our rookies. Yeah, I th- I felt like he was a he was the poor man Henry Ruggs. <laughs> yeah, so he's just uh he's a speed guy. Yeah, get him open in space, but I don't know if he I don't I I, I think he needs to really step it up this year though because they got rid of Deshaun Hamilton. I think he to could me, yeah he could very he could well slide, slide into, into that, that slot role, kick Tim Patrick out of just the normal rotation. But if you are looking future wise, if Sutton is gone after the end of this year, could end up being like a Judy, Patrick, KJ Hamler. Because to me, Hamler fits the three spot and that slot role than Tim Patrick or Judy does. Judy can move into the slot, but I don't think that's where he performs the best. Yeah, and I don't think he will. And you can't move a 6'4 guy in there. I don't think Sutton's going to play in there either. Sutton's going to be outside. He always plays outside. So it's going to be interesting to me who's going to vie for that. And I don't think um, Denver is really known for doing a lot of four no. wide receivers. So yeah, no, yeah, Kadra <laughs> Hamler, another guy who just it did not catch a lot of his targets. Saw fifty six targets last year in thirteen games, only caught thirty of them. Yeah, again, you can attest a lot of that to quarterback play. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right, running backs. Yes, running backs. Yep. Sneaky. Somehow, Melvin Gordon ended up as the I believe thirteenth or fourteenth running back. Which one did I put down? Thirteenth, uh, thirteenth running back in the league last year. Yeah, I don't know how that games. happened. games. Yeah, I know. It's that's one of like the most surprising things last year because you look at like his game logs. 
They were gross. It's a lot of blah. <laughs> it, it reminds me a lot of Kenya Drake, to be honest. Just yeah. kind of touchdowns are bust. But he did have, honestly, like a lot of multi-touchdown games. So they kind of threw things off. I don't think he had 100-yard game last year. Two. My bad, two. 200-yard games last year. And it was just a lot of mediocre. I mean, we were bringing it up a lot last year. I remember our listener league power rankings just like they had Melvin Gordon. I was just like, man, like you got to start him, but God, that sucks. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I, this is a contract mm-hmm. year for Gordon. I don't think it'll get resigned though. No. And we get to talk about Javante Williams now. Yeah. One, we both were just, love I this love dude. this dude. He's incredible. <laughs> and I really didn't like the landing spot first when it first happened. Broncos drafted Javante Williams, the third pick of the second round. But the more I think about it, the more I'm just not really scared of Melvin Gordon. Year one might be rough, but after that, I mean, Javante Williams could turn into a monster. So I'm I'm thinking that somehow yeah, I mean it could happen at this this season. At some yeah, point. somehow I think it's going to happen this season. Javante Williams is incredible. <laughs> I absolutely love this running back. Um, he reminds me a lot of of Nick Chubb. I've said this before. Um, draft capital wise, vastly different. One was a second, one was a third. Um, That's not vastly different. Yeah, I mean, st- still, I mean, around difference. But Javante Williams is just—he's a guy that he can just run and bowl people over. He can catch out of the backfield. It's a sneaky because I know. A lot of that went to Michael Carter down in UNC. Yeah. But I don't see a way that they draft this dude. They're, they are both going to be used playing. from week one. They're yeah. both going to be in this They're rotation from this. week one. Think of what they did with Lindsey. Honestly, pull up. What's Melvin Gordon's ADP right now in redraft leagues? Because that is. Take a while, guess. I already have it up. Fifth round? Yeah. Fifth, 505. I'm killing it. You're, you are killing I'm it with these guesses today. <laughs> yeah. Fifth round. He's He's going currently 505. Which not I'm not pass. doing. Yep. I'm not doing pass. It. That's where I'll be taking like my third wide receiver. Hopefully, like, yeah. I I would not be taking pass, Melvin pass, Gordon pass. there. Um, Where's is Javante? You got an ADP for him? I don't think I had an ADP up for him yet. Let me see if I can find it. I'd guess like eleventh round, tenth round. I would almost rather take that shot though. To be honest, I'm probably hands off in redraft leagues for both of these guys. Eight oh four. Yeah. That's actually a little steep (laughs) for a rookie. That's again to me right now. They're going to split. It's going to be almost fifty fifty. That's what honestly. That's how I probably see this entire year going. Yeah, that's what Lindsey and Melvin Gordon did. And I think they'll have games where Javante is just super efficient, gets like two touchdowns in the game, Mm seventy five, eighty yards. Then you start him the next week, yeah, because you were like, oh man, and then he does nothing. (laughs) Yeah, yep, yeah. It's probably not going to be pretty. And they still have Royce Freeman, but. It's gone. It's over. Yeah. I was never a fan of him coming out. Though, I liked so. him. I liked, I thought he had a great opportunity coming in there. And then, uh, <laughs> he did have a great opportunity. <laughs> destroyed that opportunity. The, the Melvin Gordon signing ruined a lot of that. Yeah. I still don't get that, but whatever. So no worries. But yeah, yeah Javante Williams, I, I like a lot. 804, honestly, to me is a little steep. I wouldn't be doing that. Yeah. I might take Where's him. like, uh, ETN going in redraft leagues? Six oh two. Okay, I like that better. It's a little steep, though. It is, but I could see him taking over 
in that offense, especially with the receiving work he'll see. I like that better than the Javante in the eighth. I do think some of these are going to go down, though. I mean, because Najee Harris, I think, is going to the third. Usually they go up. I, honestly, Najee in the third I like. Yeah. I mean, I like opportunity, but... He'll get it. It's a, that's a pass-heavy offense. Yeah, but, well, it had to be last year. Yeah, well, it's true because they had no running game. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll 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 see. Yeah. Tight so, end on the Broncos. There's a there's one one name, and sadly, he's freaking good. And guys. he's got yeah, he's got the talent. He's explosive. He can make gosh I plays out of nothing. And honestly, the start the last year, first two games, nineteen points, seventeen points. You're like, dude, I thought he was just gonna take off. Go, the breakouts happening. It didn't happen. Those were pretty much his best two games of the entire year, to be honest. Like, it was ugly. <laughs> Saw 93 targets at the tight end position, which is great. Caught 62 of them. I think his downfall was three touchdowns last year. Yeah. You, that's, that, you can't have that. He finished as a top uh, tight end one last year, but yep. that doesn't yeah. matter. Like, whatever. That's still a gross tight end. Like, that is still, there's yeah. streaming candidates on the waiver wire that you can play over them. Yeah, no, I I I freaking love Noah Fant. I've liked him for a few years now. I think for him, he's just not been getting, you know, good quarterback play. No. And again, we've said this over and over again, that that's what Denver is missing, and they're still trying to find it. Will he be better with Teddy? I think he will be better with Teddy, but will that take him to a top five guy? How do guy? you think the, I think it's going to go Sutton, Judy, 1A, 1B. And then Noah Fant yeah. too in this offense as yeah. part of the target tree goes. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with that. What's crazy here is I'm looking at like his athleticism ranking, and I think it's out of a hundred. Yeah, it's out of a hundred. He's a ninety nine. Yep. <laughs> and this is just based on forty yard dash, his vertical jump, his shuttle, um, and it's it's adjusted yep. per uh, position. So. He's literally one of the best tight ends in the league as far as his athleticism and goes. There is hope because the Broncos last year, I mean, they had they threw to the tight end the sixth most per, highest percentage of the time. Twenty eight percent of their targets went to the tight end position. And throwing to the running back, they had the fifth lowest, fourteen percent of the time they threw to the running back. So they had they are they're not gonna be thrown to the running backs a ton. They they'd rather prefer throwing mm-hmm. to the wide receivers, their actual receiving weapons. So there is a chance you'll see that target again, but it's gonna the quarterback play is gonna have to improve. Yeah, I agree. And if it does, and that goes for literally out. everyone in this receiving core. Because we already talked about Jerry Judy, all these receivers complete uh, catch rates, their yards per reception versus their yards per target. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what's crazy Teddy. here let's though Teddy. is again we like late tight ends. He's not going late, man. No, so. It sucks. I don't. I don't there's necessarily like such, where he's going. There's though. just such a big pool of tight ends around there. Like you got like Gasecki, you got Tanya, you got Higby, you got Noah Fan, you got Jared Cook, you got a ton of guys around that area that all have their upside to them and their like red flags with them. Right. Yeah, he's going. He's going in the fifth round right now. What? Five twelve. What? Yeah. No joke. It's his current ADP. That's way too high for me. What? Fifth round? That's what it says. That sounds outrageously high. I agree. Pass on that. <laughs> pass. Hard pass. Yeah, I wouldn't be taking them there, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. I think we're I think I think we got everything out with the Broncos. Did you get <laughs> everything out? 
Yeah, yeah. Just quarterback is the sum of it. Yeah. They need a quarterback, so maybe Rodgers ends up there. <laughs> if Rodgers, yes. Oh, man. Judy, Sutton to the moon. Fant has life. I even think the running game gets better. Like, I just think this this team becomes a Super Bowl contender immediately. Yeah. Because, yeah, this team does have offensive talent. And honestly, with Drew Locke last year, if Drew Locke is still the starter, I see this team, honestly, kind of similar to the Giants, where they have the talent, just that quarterback holds them back yep. so much. Yep. All right, man. Let's do our rankings. Yes. Do you want to do, do, let's, do let's just those. start at the top. Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs. This Chiefs one's actually one. pretty easy for me. Really? Chiefs one, Chargers two, Broncos three, Raiders four. Hmm. So I think the Broncos healthy defense is enough to keep them out of last place in this division. And I think the Raiders just didn't do enough to improve that offense or defense. Was... So I'm going to differ with you slightly. And I and think that's there's fun. probably, uh, I would say chargers. I'll go. I'll, th- I'll think chargers are going to be a wild card team. Okay. I'm buying it. I think I hold, if that defense stays healthy, they're a wild card. team. That's fine. So I'll I'll differ with you slightly. So I've got I'll take the Chiefs. Obviously, I think they're going to be in the Super Bowl again. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Chargers. I actually don't disagree with you. I think there's a chance that they could be a wild card team. Um, I I love the makeup of that team. Yeah, and they, I mean their defense was gone last year. Yeah, De- injuries hit if them people, hard. If people if people stay healthy, that team will be gr- will it's, be good. It, it's outrageous how little we've seen Derwin James. On the NFL field, on the I'm defense. sorry, he, it's and about he retirement time so for me good. with him. He is so good though. Yep. on the field. Just stay um, healthy, man. So here's where I'll differ: is I'm still going to put the Raiders in third, and I'm going to put Denver last. I mean, I don't hate it. I'm just th- their defenses. You can't compare the two, it's, and I think they have better offensive talent. Their quarterback play is a little less, but if Teddy can bring a little bit extra to that, I think. I mean, the thing the that the, to me, the thing that Denver has is they got better. They have a better defense. They've got better wide receivers, better, uh, better running back. Well, uh, running backs can be. That one, I would actually. I won't that take that. Really, that is. That's really going to be a good. Debate. That's going to be a that fun. A hard debate. That's going to be a fun conversation later. Ooh, which one is the better running? Um, back? but to me, the Raiders' defense is not great. If it's improved slightly this year, at all, um, if it's going to be better in twenty twenty one, then I don't think Denver has a chance of staying out of last place. I just don't see it because Teddy Bridgewater is not enough for me to say that offense is going to be thriving. I think the offense is going to be better, but like, I think no, when I went don't and need statted them, thriving. when I, when I went and statted out their wins, I think I had them at six and 10. <laughs> so it's just one more win. That's definitely enough to keep them out of last place. So is it I because see, seven I and nine, having a really seven and nine, season. eight and eight was, was uh two and three last season. Yep. And I don't know. I don't see, uh, you know, I see the Chargers maybe being, what, 10 and 3? No, 10 and 6? Sorry, 10 and 3. 17 games this yeah. year. Oh, that's right. So maybe 10 11 and 7 and will six. make them a wild card team. Maybe 11 and 6? 11 and 6, they'll definitely. And I, I feel like the Raiders are going to be like, you know, maybe 9 I and I think they're eight. taking a tick down. So, yeah, we'll see, man. We will see. Let us know what you guys think. Who's going to win the division? It's probably going to be the yeah, Chiefs. No, don't. Yeah, um, don't even bother. That was a really <laughs> stupid question. Who do you think is going to finish last? Who do you? Th- yeah, let's do that. Who's going to finish last? 
We always do who's going to finish top. Let's, well, who's which gonna one's finish the better last? quarterback, uh, Patrick Mahomes or Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, man. Let us give me a break, guys. Um, well, we know Caleb's going Jimmy because he's fantastic. <laughs> Shut up, dude. He's fantastic, James. If they wanted to let us know who's going to finish last this year in this division, where could they find us at? Uh, Twitter, Facebook at the TFL Monsters, YouTube at Podcast Anchor, the Fancy Monsters, Fancy Monster Podcast. Boom! Come let us know, guys. You know your birthday, you're getting a Jimmy G shirt. You know. Am I going to get a Jimmy yeah. G shirt? It's coming up. Uh, that's true. It is coming up. Don't. It's going to be 53. Don't send me. <laughs> don't send me a jimmy g jersey actually you know what i would i'd take it and i'll wear it proudly just for you because i like them better than kenny galladay jersey over there okay that's a lie <laughs> i know that was a lie that was a lie okay. all right guys well thanks again for listening to another week of the fantasy monsters and we'll catch you next week have a go I can be rotten, I can be cool, man, I can fool, but never forgotten.